Welcome everyone to Hobanonicon, right? I got Sam here next to me. We're sitting outside a, uh, a patio on the highway in a 40 degree weather, freezing a little bit due to COVID. They don't let us sit inside, or it could be the way we look. I'm not for sure yet. Probably both. Probably both. It would be both for me. Yeah, we, we're visiting down here at the Bedray Cafe in Sulphur, Oklahoma, enjoying some of this wintry weather. I guess it's about 41 degrees, somewhere in there. And, Josh, he's buying lunch, so I just want to, you know, give a personal shout out to Joshua Faulkner for purchasing my lunch, and and the Beedray Cafe for being good. But uh, at least they're letting us sit outside here. Yeah, we're not for sure what we ate though because we couldn't tell the sandwiches apart, so we just had to split it. But we know they both had roast beef, warm and cold. Yeah, warm and one, cold. one was warm, one was cold. Anyway, we've got an interview coming up today with Amber Dubois. She's a, she's a local artist here in, in Shawnee, Oklahoma. And, uh, and we look forward to talking with her. So we call this episode Playful Spirits. And Playful Spirits it is indeed because that's the name of the painting that's on the cover of the episode. But also, before we really get into the winter maker, I want to tell some other stories. So this first one is about Gwinguishi. Gwinguishi has lived with us since the beginning. She is a life giver, trick player, and one of the smartest beings in creation. Everything she does challenges thought and perception, gifting teachings of responsibility, relationships, and life. Many say she's a food stealer, but she's brave. Her fearlessness brightens her mistakes. She is kind to those who are kind back. Harder on those who need a dose of humility, and she is the best parts of all the parts. Of course, you're wondering what she is. Gwinguishi is a bird, and like many birds, she stays among our lodges all years watching, playing, calling, trying to get us to notice her. She is fierce in her protection of her family and community, traveling only with her relatives and taking care of her young. She has her food and tree catches, and she is constantly on the move, going, returning, back and forth. Going to Walmart, coming back. Going to town, coming back. Gwinguishi is great. She's a wise teacher, and there's an old story that tells of her abilities to give gifts. One day, long, long ago, that ma magical man appeared, Nanabozo, right? We had a little frost this week. I can tell the story, I promise. Nanabozo changed himself into Gwinguishi and sat in a tree above two blind brothers as they began to share a meal. As the first man reached for a piece of meat, Gwinguishi flew down and stole it. Startled, the man asked his brother if he had taken his meat. The brother said no, reaching for a piece himself. As he was about to place the food in his mouth, Gwinguishi flew down and stole it too, then returned to the tree to watch. Nanabozo sat there laughing as the brothers accused one another, still and arguing with fear that one was trying to hurt the other. Just before they came to blows, they were about to just duke it out really good. Gwinguishi let out a huge laugh. Suddenly, the two men realized that Nanabozo was playing a trick. <laughs> He's teaching them to not let petty things get between them, right? Well, you know, we could use some of that right now, some Nanabozo, I tell you that. Nanabozo transformed back into a human, but left a spirit of play and gift given with Gwingishi, something she still does today. Her lesson? 
that is only in our bravery, resilience, and commitments to one another that we can really find growth. So take that home and take that to heart. Gwingwishy, everyone. Gwingwishy. Zerk. Hi, Amber. How are you? Hey, Amber. Hi. I'm doing great. Good. How's your lunch going? Oh, it's going good. Just finished maybe about 15 minutes ago. I had some um, homemade deer chili. Oh, that's cool. We really do appreciate you talking to us today. And and uh, this is being recorded. It's not live. So we will have the chance to cut anything out if, if we accidentally say anything off key. So... Uh, so don't okay. don't feel nervous or anything. I, I myself feel kind of nervous. Maybe I'm just talking to myself. Oh but no, you're, you're fine. You're fine. I'm I'm pretty comfortable. I've been having to do tons of Zoom meetings and things for my job, so I've had to get really used used to it and comfortable. That's great. That's great. Yeah, all this all this new way, kind of the different way to reach people, especially for an artist. Mm-hmm. Right, so. mm-hmm. Is have you found that it's uh, have you found that this I guess this technology is easier for you to get your out, uh, get your art out there. And more people seem to be looking at technology, so they they might see more art in their life. I believe so. I believe um, with the technology we have, we can see more art. The only issue I have is um, there's so much art and there's so much social media that sometimes people get bombarded with it. Um, so they're trying to click as fast as they can through people's stories, through different things like that. So it can get convoluted a little bit, um, in my opinion. But um, I work as an artist, too, and as an educator. So for me, the best terms of connection is always in person. But because of COVID, that's really hard to do right now. Well, I'm sorry I jumped in with these difficult questions right off the bat. Uh, no, you're fine. Anyway, uh, your name is Amber Dubow. Am I pronouncing that right? It's Amber Dubois Shepherd. It's a French um, last name. Okay, thank you. Thanks for correcting me. I hate to say people's last names wrong. I myself have a often mispronounced last name. Um, no, you're fine. So- it's that's how it's pronounced. Um, and, and other people have said Dubois is another way I've heard it, which is another. Um, Correct term to say it, but um, I've gotten familiar with Dubois. So, do you know what part of France that comes from? Normandy. Normandy, okay, that's cool. Always like to know more about where people are from, where they're from. Yeah, uh, so, like, with that name, that comes from my paternal grandfather, my father's side. Um, he's not native, but the rest of my family is. My grandma, my grandparents on my mother's side, so... That's right. What what uh, what native nations are your uh, are are your mother's side of the family? And yeah, so, right? my, yes, yes, my mother's side. Um, she's Navajo or Diné, um, and I'm Kislechitni, which is Red House People Clan, and okay. Pohana, which is near Water People um, Clan. For my mother's side, my mother's full Navajo. She grew up on the Navajo reservation. Um, so I have a tons of family out there right now. Um, I keep close track of them because of COVID. Um, right. I'm also um, Sac and Fox and Prairie Band Potawatomi from my father's side, but there is some um, Kickapoo and Shawnee um, mixed in there as well. That's great. That's yes. great. Both those, you know, like I guess so. Mostly, it's like your Anishinaabek and Diné, 
And mm-hmm. so, like, both of those people, they have a really colorful and rich history. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm into the ancient history, and so that's ultimately where my mind goes. Anyway, it's, uh, I, I, I bet it's great to get to represent your ancestors in your art. Yes, yes, it is. I, I, I feel like that's something that the ancestors still could check out as people's art, you know, uh, and, uh. I think that's amazing that that your your talent uh, has kept going. Um, is would you say that that is your biggest influence? Is your native heritage? Yes, um, I grew up in a very traditional Native American household with a combination of both my mother's tribes and my father's tribes. So I, on my Sac and Fox tribe, I also have um, I'm also Wolf Clan or Mahwe, and I do have my Indian name on that side, which is Mokimashi, which means one that suddenly appears, um, and we still participate in all of our clan doings um, with the Sac and Fox. This year, it was different because of COVID, so um, that's what was difficult about trying to participate this year, but we usually have a spring and fall feast with all the different clans, um, and then my mother's side is very traditional. Um, my mother speaks fluent Navajo, and so does the rest of my family. So, awesome. I was born in Shawnee, Oklahoma, but we moved back there for a while. And I can tell you, my earliest memory is seeing a sand painting done at four or five years old. So, the traditions oh. and everything has been part of my life, even as young as maybe even one years old, um, being um, taught to me. Those sand paintings really stick with you, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, when you see them, like, they're amazing and everything, but every one that I've ever seen, it sticks with me. It stayed with me in my mind. They're beautiful. Yes, Uh, yes, they are. It's a good first memory. The ones you see, like, that are reproduced um, are some of our traditional sacred ones, but they're altered, so they're not exactly the same. So the ones that I got to experience there in person, they don't stay, so... The patient sits up on the sand painting, and they do the healing. But then when they're done, they take all that sand. They spent hours or maybe even a week on trying to get that all together. And then they just take the sand and dispose of it um, in the way that the medicine man does. So, Right. Back, back, back to the cycle. Mm-hmm. So with, you, do, you do like oil and what all let us know what kind of art you do. Yeah, yeah. So I'm an oil painter. Um, I'm also a 2D mixed media artist. I work in also watercolors, pen and ink, and uh, Copic markers, which is a Japanese-style um, marker. They're kind of expensive, but the colors are amazing. So I, I have a whole collection of those. So it just depends on the idea that I'm trying to convey across um, that I want to create that piece of art. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you work on mostly canvases or, or? Yeah, I work on like um, canvas, um, wood panel boards, um, paper, various papers. I'm very experimental right now. I'm just trying right. all kinds of papers. Um, I bet I have, I have dabbled in um, ceramics before. I have a couple of ceramic pieces that I have that are um, personal to me. But um, I do know how to do ceramics. Um, it's been a while, but the knowledge is still there. That's great. What do you have a favorite? Mm, they're kind of tied for my two D mixed media and oil paintings. 
Um, it just, like I said, it just depends on the idea and which I think would be best conveyed in a certain style. Okay. So it just depends on the idea because some of them, to me, translate better with oils, but then others that have a ton more detail, I think, translate better with um, like my mixed media with pen and ink and watercolors and stuff. Do you have an online store that we could check out? Yes, um, you can go to my website at www.amberldubois-shepherdart.com. Um, and that's actually my artist website, but I just recently in the last month got an art store up and ready. And right now I'm having a Christmas sale till December 15th with 20% off um, your entire purchase. And what's on there is original small oil paintings and then some prints that I have. And the prints, once they're gone, they're gone. I've decided to not do or create prints for a while just because of paint markets. Um, it makes it difficult to get that product out. Okay, I just wanted to repeat your website there. It's Amber L. Du Bois dash shepherdart.com. A M B E R L D U B O I S E hyphen S H E P H E R D A R T dot com. Okay, well, another question I have is, I know that art is about expressing your heart, and I know this may be an on-the-spot question, but what are some of the things that you want to say with your art? When I create my art, I want to make an open conversation with other people. Um, I'm working at an art museum right now in Shawnee, the Maybe Gare Museum of Art. I'm the educator here, and I found it's been very important, even before I started this job last year, um, that Art is a great tool to connect with other people. And with my art, I create art that's very narrative-based. So there's lots of stories within my art pieces. It's like telling a story, almost like an illustrative book. Right. And so there's always something going on in them. And so people really are drawn to that because they want to know what's going on, which is great because then I can really use that piece of art as a way to have an open conversation about Native American culture and about our culture. Um, I love that. I love that you're using the, the stories aspect of it. Yes. I'm a big sucker for stories. Oh, me too. I uh, love I love stories, and I think that's where my inspiration, I've been told in stories since I was a little kid about uh, Navajo stories, our, um, our stories, Potawatomi stories, Sack and Fox stories as a young child. Those were my fairy tale type thing versus like Cinderella or other European-like stories. I've heard stories from our traditions since I was a little kid. So um, being wrapped up and then watching Disney and all these things. So I had a very bright imagination. Um, I, I, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. We might, we, might have to get you, we might have to get you back on this recorder in, uh, in the appropriate seasons for that. If you ever want to do that, we, uh, that's one of the things we like, our stories and and kind of connecting them and, and just getting them out there because, like you said, they were they were your um, fairy tales growing up. But I bet you find that they have relevance in today's world. And uh, and in that in that telling of them, I, I think it can bring a lot of other people to peace. Um, you know, a different, a, a more like uh, universal understanding of each other. Yes. And I think we have to get those stories out. 
so we can be understood better. Yeah, and it's but, always it's always best, in my opinion, to be taught these things from someone who is of that native background or that culture. So, exactly. So, like, I tell the stories I know. Now, I can't speak for other tribes like Pueblo or Apache, but people... Oh, I wouldn't want you to. Yeah, yeah, and so, like... Yeah, I'd but, never put you on that spot. Uh, and I understand that, but some people, they, they was like, well, what do you think these people, and I was like, well, I don't know, I said, because I'm not those tribes, but I can tell you about what I know about my current tribes. So, um, it's a definitely a learning experience for me and then the other person I may be interacting with. Okay. Hey guys, we're going to start, stop right here and, uh, take a quick commercial break. I'm going to go to a link, you know, it's the, uh. Give Josh and Sam money, you link, whatever. Um, I do appreciate our sponsors that have been contributing. we got a couple out there already, which I'm really shocked, but I'm thankful for. I mean, I'm just really glad and excited to see that people want to listen to me and Sam. Sam and I, Green Eggs and Ham, Sam I Am, right? My golden goose. But anyways, uh, we're hoping... We're hoping that, um, I was thinking what earlier today, like, why do we do this podcast, right? And, you know, our, our tribe itself only has one or two forms of communication, and it can be censored. And so, and I've seen censorship, and I'm not a fan of it. And so, a censor, censorship is a sign that there is no transparency, and I'm a big fan of transparency. And you should be a big fan of transparency because it affects us all. So, um, cheers to transparency. Cheers to our sponsors. Hey, Lyle. Hey, Angela. Hey, Billy. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Jamie. Thanks for all the support. Uh, we appreciate it, guys. And, uh, you know, monthly sponsorship is kind of cool. Which actually committed to that because that makes me and Sam put us on the burner to keep on doing it, right? So, uh, here's to the link. Um, and by the way, Sam needs to create some more uh, interludes for us because I can only play that mad rapper stuff so many times. I'm pushing for some doors. If you have any favorite music you want to hear, let us know. Or any questions, like I said, just hit us up at ahomanoanacon at gmail.com. Flapjacks and gravy, mm-hmm. Flapjacks and gravy. Flapjacks and gravy, mm-hmm, baby. Flapjacks and gravy, flapjacks. Flapjacks and gravy, mm-hmm, Flapjacks and gravy. And if you want to, uh, if our listeners want to support the uh, mission, I guess, of Sam and myself, uh, feel free to go to our webpage. It's anchor.fm backslash M-N-O dash N-I-K-A-N. You can find us on uh, on Spotify or whatever to help support us. Just go to our webpage, click support, and a couple options will pop up. You know, it's amazing how far 99 cents will go to two guys like us, right? So, um, hopefully right now we're actually trying to get money, do some traveling, because I really want to go up north and, um, you know, really get some good stuff going. So, uh, thank you in advance, Miigwech.
right back to the show i get you um now i i've hogged i've hogged you all this time i'm gonna and i think i've ran through all of josh's questions that he had uh that were extra for us yeah i don't know how much time you have Mm -hmm. um it's been delightful talking to you and i really do appreciate all the things that you've shared and i hope that our listeners will uh enjoy your link they should definitely go check that out and uh, see all the things that you have to share and not be scared to maybe start up a story with you yeah and find I'm, out what this means yeah i love talking to people about my native culture and i'm very open-minded um and some people have asked me some questions that may be stereotypical but i try to keep an open mind because everyone's been influenced by hollywood and other things so they right. may think but then I don't want to be mean to um, those people because they, they don't understand. So they, um, I'm there to help them understand better. Um, so I always try to be very open-minded and um, I'm very thankful. At least they're giving me this opportunity to kind of um, inform them and educate them about Native people and Native culture of today. Exactly. I think it's a perfect time to start cel- celebrating us mm-hmm. for who we are. And and so I admire I admire you starting these stories and getting this out there. I think that's great, Amber. Yeah. Miigwech for being with us today. Oh, uh, Miigwech. I really appreciate it. And if y'all ever need me again, I'd be happy to come talk at any time. Um, we can schedule something out. Well, thank you, Amber. This is Josh. That's been Sam Rotom, of course. Hi. Um, I am going to put a description of your. I can put your store website in our podcast um, description. Okay. That way, uh, listeners can just look at that, and they just can click on the link. You should take them right to your store. Yes. One thing we'll do. Um, is this going to help you out? And when do these po- podcasts come out? I will probably send you a, uh, I'll see if I can send you our segment. Okay. Whenever it's all put back together, I'll probably rearrange a few parts. Okay. That way you can hear it. Yeah, because I. will probably shoot for Saturday night. Okay, because I'm on, I'm on Spotify. I get, I do a paid prescription so um i'll definitely share that with others as well so that yeah. way people can hear we had like uh, i do some i do a lot of advertising just to help our numbers get up and we've had uh we are uh posts are over two thousand people last week alone so wow yeah so hopefully we'll get you out there this is just like our little hobby thing i guess so we do well, I really appreciate um, you all reaching out to me to participate in this. It's really oh, fun. I love your art, too. Of course. So, yes, yes. So, if y'all, like I said, if y'all ever want to, I have tons more stories. Um, we could talk about them or different things like that. I'd be happy to come back on um, and talk more about oh, cool. it. Yeah, because I, I definitely want to get your dad on here sometime, too. Have him play some flute for me. Oh, my gosh, yes. I was going to suggest that at some point. I was like, my dad should come. So, this is like my... Originally, I was thinking about getting your dad, and I was like, well, maybe I should get you on here first, then then get Larry on here. I took some classes with him a couple of years ago. Yes, so, yes. Some language classes. Yeah, he would love to. He has so, he has his own YouTube and um, all kinds of stuff. And that's what I was telling Sam about. We are checking it out, and, and he goes, you're talking about the guy in the pink bunny costume? I was like, yep, that's Larry. Yep, that's my dad. <laughs> he has a very humorous side, too. So I think that's a great costume. I, I think that... Uh, Trying to talk Josh into getting that tattoo. <laughs> I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's willing to. Yeah, I'll be right. I mean, if you got one with. Uh, is there anything you want to add? 
This is Sasha, and do you have any uh, social media platforms that you'd like to mention? Yes, um, you can find me on Instagram and the Facebook page as either Amber Dubois Shepherd or ALD The Woods. So either one of those tags will lead you to either one of my social media platforms. Okay, and we'll try to put that in the description also. And um, I believe you have a blog as well. I have a blog on my um, website. So my website already has a blog. So if people sign up through my okay. website, they'll as soon as I post the blog, it'll go straight to their email. Cool. cool. Well, uh, thank you for being on here today. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Good luck this Christmas season. Yes, thank you. You've been the best, Amber. We really appreciate it. Yes, yeah, sure thing. And um, if y'all need anything, let me know. Okay, yeah, I plan on actually buying some artwork here in the next few days. Yeah, so. sure thing. And if you miss the sale, I do plan later to have another one after Christmas, but I'm still working out the details. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know, people will get Christmas money. So, um, oh, I'm going to give that Or travel COVID money. Oh, yes, and travel COVID money. Yep. <laughs> you got a reward off. Uh, yeah, definitely. There's a couple of things I was looking at. So, I like to say, really got your. I like your artwork, so that's one of the reasons, and you're our first person that we've ever interviewed, too, so. Yay. Yeah, so, it's kind of like a opening challenge for us. We weren't for sure. We're just, we're sitting in the studio, which is my car, is where I'm calling it, so, <laughs> just because of COVID, you know. That kind of, if you were to mention that, it, it reminds me of, like, a res-type thing. It's like, our studios are in our car, res-style. <laughs> that's funny. Yep. All right, well, um. Thank you, Amber. If I have any more questions or anything, I'll just send you a holler. Like I said, I'll try to see if I can send you the clips before we actually publish it so you can hear it. Okay, okay. okay. And I, I trust y'all with the editing. Um, I'm not too worried about anything. And um, I just look forward to hearing it all together. So, all right, Like I said, well, I'll probably I'll, uh, let you know when we do it, but I'm going to shoot for uh, probably Saturday okay. night when we hit the, when I'll publish it. So. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, thank you for being yeah. on. Yeah, make a chamber. Y'all take care. All yeah, right. You too. Bye. Bye. Fire. 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 And so the story is called Turtle Goes to War, right? One time, a well-done brave snapping turtle became angry. Very mad. He's wondering why. Everyone's wondering why he's acting so strangely. He said, snapping turtle's very cranky. I guess, I guess you can call me Snapping Turtle right now because I've already redone this episode three times. For some reason, it's not staying on. So right now, I'm very cranky. Call me Snapping Turtle. Anyway, so Snapping Turtle is very cranky. And all the other turtles said, there must be something in the air. And one day, a messenger came to all of them saying, hey, come to Snapping Turtle's wigwam. He wants to talk to you. And they said, oh, good. Everyone's thinking Snapping Turtle wants to be throwing a party. He wants to be finally in a good mood. You know, they're all, like, very excited about this. When they got there, Snapping Turtle said, in a cranky voice, My brothers, I am angry at mankind. I'm going to raise a war party, and let's go fight them. So the turtles, you know, they start thinking about it. They're like, yeah, you're right, you know. Man has been mean to us. They hit us with their cars. Well, actually, we didn't have cars back then. But anyway, so uh, that night when everyone was asleep, the warriors went out to get ready for battle. They put on the war paint. They traveled from dawn to dark. They rested, they slept, and one of their members was a little box turtle, and he had a dream of a bad omen. 
And this made Snapping Turtle even more cranky, even more angry. I mean, to the point where he was just a red Snapping Turtle. He said, I don't believe in omens, and we're still going to fight. So each morning he decided to call all of the turtles and said, hey, tell me your dreams. And each morning they all had bad omens. And then finally one morning, on their way, they're on their way to the village, you know, it was a long trip. Box Turtle was sitting there in his sleep. Oh, Snapping Turtle, I see you now. They're throwing all the turtles in the sack. Oh, Snapping Turtle, I see you now. They're throwing all the turtles in the sack. Oh, Snapping Turtle, I see you now. Ah! Screamed Snapping Turtle. He was so mad. Don't sing that. But Box Turtle kept singing. And he kept singing. And so Snapping Turtle went up and he kicked him like a Pele kick right there in the chest. But when he did that, he realized that Box Turtle was just singing asleep. And so that blow struck him so hard that it broke his shell. And actually, to this very day, you can see the break hinge on the shell of the Box Turtle's chest. He goes, hey, Box Turtle, next time you sing, you sing this song. Snapping Turtle's very brave. He cleans up the villages wherever he goes. Snapping Turtle's very brave. He's got the biggest muscles, you know. He goes, I don't want you singing that My People Thrown to a Sack song. It's stupid. It's a very, very bad song. Instead, you sing, I'm the one who makes a clean sweep wherever he goes and throws the enemy into hysterics. But Buckstruff says, you know what? I don't want you people p- putting the sack. This is not my fault. You know, I'm asleep, the dream. I can't control that. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. Are you a doctor? I can't, I can't control my dreams. You know, and so he goes, I'll tell you what, I'll throw down some sage. We'll smudge a little bit. That's, that's all I can do. So finally, they're on the last day. They're within a few meters of the village, so they go out to war. The turtles give out a war whoop, and they charge the village. So you get all these turtles. You know, now we got to think it's like a slow-motion film. But all the men were out at war that day, so it's just swimming in the village. And they go, oh, look, it's the turtles. You know, some were laughing. Some were just, you know, just like, whatever. But they all went and grabbed their sacks, and they threw the turtles in them. Box Turtle was safe because he was still back there because he got karate kicked like in the shell a couple days ago. So he's still hurt. Uh, Painted Turtle was marked up a lot in red, you know. Painted Turtle, right? And uh, when a woman picked him up and hugged him, he bit her and she threw him to the woman. Threw him to the water. The rest of the turtles got carried into the sacks. And along that was Snapping Turtle. So they took him to the big to the council and they said let's have council and figure out what to do with all these ignorant turtles and she goes one lady said hey let's burn them to death it's our enemy snapping turtle said hey that will be good no 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 said the council he likes that he might be able to kick over the fire and destroy us that's not smart another woman said let's shoot him with arrows and the turtle said oh yes that's the best way to kill me and another woman goes oh wait if we shoot arrows at him it's going to bounce off his shell and Bounce back ass. That's not a good idea. Another woman said, Let's boil them in a clay pot. Stamper Turtle said, Yes, I would be glad to die. I'd love to be your turtle soup. I taste like chicken. No, 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 Council says. He's trying to trick us again. Another one said, Hey, let's swim in the river. Stamper Turtle said, No! He stomped his feet. He said, I will not die such a dishonorable death. You will kill me with honor. You will not do that. And he begged for mercy. I will not be drowned. And the woman said, you know what? We're going to drown them. So they went out there and they threw all the turtles in the lake. 
but really turtles love water and they escaped, right? So they pestered the woman in the fresh springs. When the men came back, they said, I cannot believe y'all threw the turtles in the water. No. They went out there and the snappers were in the, sp were the springs underneath the mud. And they, you know, turtles can't be drowned. And after their escape, the turtles held a great victory against the snapper's house. And Red Turtle was the hero because, you know, he bit the woman. Snap and Turtle and Box Turtle still don't get along there to this day. And they don't even live in the same area since. So if you ever go out there to the lake, out to the prairie, out to the woods, you will not find a box turtle or a snap turtle together. Hey guys, thanks for uh, listening to the show. We appreciate it. Like, uh, If you have any questions or anything you want to holler back at us, just hit us up at ahomanonacon at gmail.com. Uh, leave something on our page. Send us, like I said, send us an email. If you want to be on the show, let us know. Once again, thanks to all of our sponsors, and thanks to Amber for being on the show. You did a great job. Until next time, for me and Sam, we'll see ya. And if you want to, uh, if our listeners want to support the uh, mission, I guess, of Sam and myself, uh, feel free to go to our webpage. It's anchor.fm backslash mno-nikan. You can find us on uh, on Spotify or whatever to help support us. Just go to our webpage, click support, and a couple options will pop up. You know, it's amazing how far 99 cents will go to two guys like us, right? So, um, hopefully, right now we're actually trying to get money do some traveling because I really want to go up north and um, you know really get some good stuff going so uh, thank you in advance miigwech All right back to the show